from the Summer Skate Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live for May 17th, 2022. Tonight we cover a wide variety of topics, including a new commissioner for the NCHC. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf. Let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Three locations in Arizona, seven in Colorado, and four in Missouri. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a line to a new or existing account. Liberty University. Play for something more, faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Buy Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for fresh, fast, authentic Mexican food. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game in style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your next day at DruryHotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans as it may be. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from uh, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, the uh, Rio Hotel on the 16th floor. We've got a beautiful, uh, sunny, 102-degree day here. It's uh, it's fantastic as I continue to make my move around and had a chance to visit with a new client today, and that was fun. Um, a former Sun Devil, an ACHA and a hybrid player, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein from uh, that balmy, beautiful estate on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you? Uh, beautiful? Balmy? I, I have no idea what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> and I don't think and you certainly don't either. <laughs> uh, but we're talking hockey, so you can't complain, can you? No, I'm not complaining about that at all. I'm just saying, telling you you're nuts. <laughs> um, oh, okay. As long as you clarified it, <laughs> beautiful. But um, I, hopefully, it gets there eventually. But you know, I mean, geez, let's go. Enough for you know, I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready for spring and summer. Well, hopefully, it gets here real soon. <laughs> well, the playoffs are on. Um, I hope I don't get upset again because I'm watching Tampa Bay and Florida. And it's two it's one. one. Listen, it's only one game at a time now. Okay, I hope they have, so. They have 95 other channels to go to. <laughs> I seriously. Where, where are the Colorado Avalanche at tonight, Paul? Do you know? Because uh, I'm watching TNT and I'm seeing, I'm watching TNT and I'm seeing Tampa and Florida. Well, 
I'm going to tell you that they're probably on uh, <laughs> True TV. Because that's usually where they send them. Cause Not TBS? Well, no, because TBS has a baseball game tonight. Oh, of course they do. Of course they do. Okay. Anyway, oh, no, well, you have True TV. <laughs> Stop. I'm not gonna. Get, I'm not gonna get into this uh, tonight. But anyway, I'm in a good mood. I had a chance to visit with Michael Cummings today at right. I10 Toyota in Indio, California. Always great to see a former Sun Devil, a guy that uh, went through the rigors. He uh, he played in the ACHA. That's what he came to Arizona State for, and then got the opportunity to play in the. Uh, in the hybrid season. And he will tell you, actually, he's told us how difficult the d- jump was from ACHA to NCAA. Uh, it was very physical. He, uh, he knew it, but uh, very proud Sun Devil and very proud to, uh, to know that he's got a new building that he's going to go see open up uh, in mid October. As uh, everybody maybe knows by now, I stopped in there on Saturday and uh, had a chance to walk around the building, take some videos, some pictures and put it up on there. Oh. And, yeah, by the way, just let's make sure that you, uh, the people understand, you got a chance to walk around the building. Yeah, I didn't get inside. Nobody gets yeah, I just, inside. I just Coach, want to make sure Coach, that. Yeah, Coach, Coach Powers didn't leave the keys anywhere where I could get access to them. But anyway, uh, the outside looks beautiful. I'm sure the inside is going to be fantastic. I'm already calling it the crowning jewel of college hockey in the West because yeah, we know. there will be nothing better than that for quite some time. Um, it, it's just, um, uh, there's so many positive things. I got to say this again for people that didn't hear the other shows. Um, but it's built in the middle of campus, not just in the middle of campus. It's uh, built, it, it's built in the middle of the athletic complex yeah, part yeah, of let's, the campus. Let's, let's, let's say that because, uh, while my geography may be off, well, not off. It's non-existent when it comes to your <laughs> to, to to Minnesota. I uh, my geography of the ASU campus, at least the Tempe version of the campus, um, is is still in my head. Now, the outside of the campus, like obviously Mill Avenue, is di- the same but different, and I'm still trying to figure out other than. Uh, money. Why in the heck they're building a senior citizens condo complex on the corner of Mill and University, or done, or done with it already? And um, and I know that there's been lawsuits involved in that. And I'm just going to say to you, my soon-to-be fellow old people, you rented a con- <laughs> you bought a condo on a college campus. What? No, not only on. Did you expect? Not only on a college Silence? campus, on, on one of the craziest streets in all oh, of colleges. Jesus. <laughs> Seriously? What in the heck? Uh, that's just... Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, uh, but... it's in the middle of the athletic complexes. From the arena, the all-purpose arena, you can uh, touch Sun Angel Stadium. You can see the old Packard Stadium about, I don't know, 500 yards away uh, about uh, list, by the way about yeah me too about 2,000 feet away is uh, Sun Devil Stadium the newly renovated Sun Devil Stadium and then Desert uh, Financial Arena what do you call it Paul 
Uh, it's, it will always be the activity center. I, I don't care. <laughs> the, you know, the athletic department will get pissed. But. Uh, the activity center is not that far away either. So it, to me, it's perfect. They got the six-story um, parking complex just nearly attached to the building. It's that close. And, you know, for those very cold winter days in Tempe, uh, yeah. you want to be close to the arena so you don't, you know, freeze walking in. No, but I, I am going to be very curious. I haven't sat down and printed out the schedules. Um, how many weekends in this? Well, it's May. Shame on you. Yeah, I know. Uh, and the schedules are out, so it's not like I couldn't sit there and compare the hockey schedule to the football schedule in terms of how many days they're playing at this, on the same day. Because uh, you could have a doubleheader tailgate. You could tailgate before one game and Go back to it after both games are over. That would be pretty cool. What what, what games? Football? Is there you talking about? Hockey game and a football game. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because yeah, I'm exactly. sure that there's there's the odd day where they're both playing. Well, one would think so because uh, the the street is just a narrow street. They'll probably even shut that street down, I would guess, uh, during football and, and hockey season, but maybe not. Um yeah, it's just across the parking lot. So, yeah, that would be really cool. That would be really, really cool. But before we go any farther, let's throw out the new text line, uh, okay. 303-943-3772. You want to jump in on the conversation tonight, give me a text. Uh, I've got it in front of me. I will uh, relay it to Paul if we get some text messages coming in. If you miss us tonight, you can always text us anytime, 24-7, and we will get to it at the very next show. I promise. Um, I, I want you to repeat something uh, because uh, if people weren't listening, there were some questions um, that came in for Coach Powers a little late. Um, do you have those in front of you? Do you want me to read them to you and you can respond? Uh, read them to me, even though I'm, I'm pretty sure okay. I, I have an idea. Of okay, let me read them directly from the texture. It says, okay. uh, the first one is, what are some of the other rules slash regulations related to NCAA and NHL Besides sharing lockers and weight rooms, um, I don't. They, I don't know if there are any. I mean, but those are those are the biggest well, ones. Me medical, right? medical facilities. Medical facilities. Are one thing. Okay. Yeah, and I also don't believe they can share. Um, that you know, other than uh, he, he, the, the texture says locker rooms and weight rooms. We get that, but uh, the medical facilities, the equipment room, the training staff. All of those have to be completely separate, and right, I'm not sure. Ice. Yeah, and I'm not sure on ice uh, how much relationship wow. there can be between game days. But anyway, so so that's primarily it. But the big one is the locker rooms and the weight rooms right. and the and the training staff and the equipment staff. Those four are uh, are re required to be separate of the NCAA uh, right. as far as the NHL goes. And I okay. don't think I don't think just. You know, if anybody's going to, I don't think that can be wavered either. Pretty sure not. Pretty sure not. Um, uh, second question is, is there an assistant coach internship or exchange program with the Coyotes? Well, I would say at this point, no. Because it's not official yet. I don't, I don't care what you see. Um. 
in terms of, oh, this isn't a done deal and so forth and so on? Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, there's lots of things to be signed off on yet, as okay. uh, as you sent me today, and I'm I'm driving along from uh, from Indio, know, California, but... to to Vegas, and I'm trying to read this, and and my uh, lane departure beeper is going off in the car because I'm I'm drifting, and I'm going like. Well, I didn't finally, expect ah. you to read it until you got to the hotel. I know, but I didn't have time. I I just got here, okay. <laughs> literally. Anyway, um, so yeah, I I don't know about an exchange program. I doubt it, to be honest with you. Uh, I yeah, I don't know if that. we can do once again. That would kind of be along the same lines. Yeah. As, yeah. Um, pretty pretty sure that's not allowed. But you know, at some point in time, we'll get clarification from Coach Powers uh, when he has time. I think he's a little busy right now. Yeah, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, question number three was any unexpected benefits so far in the young uh, Arizona State Coyotes relationship? Um, I, I don't know what that would be unless you're talking about the two extra. Um, sweets, and I use that in air quotes, that were added by the Coyotes for broadcast booth. Uh, yeah, I don't know um, how anybody would know that yet. Other than just the fact that uh, it's publicity, and we won't say what kind, for the Coyotes that ASU gets mentioned all the time. Yeah, and certainly, um, and it's if, certainly, if and when games get played there, the uh, that would be a benefit to see the the pitchfork uh, on TV games and stuff. But there, right. there's a lot of hoops to jump through yet, so I'm not even going to get into that part of it. Um, and, and 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 I'll repeat this because I don't think it's being said enough. There's no deal yet. There's no arena deal. All of this was supposed to be contingent on the Coyotes securing an arena deal with the city of Tempe. And when I checked the meeting agenda for their next meeting, which is on the 26th, I believe, it's not on there. And there is no way in heck that you would think that they would sneak that on there at the last second because that would just be like a lawsuit waiting to happen from any group that was opposed to having it done. Now, does that mean things aren't going on behind the scenes? I'm sure there are. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope there are for the Coyotes' sake. There better be something, because if well, there isn't, they're, they're in a lot of uh, world of hurt. The, the problem is... This is not going to go on the agenda until everybody's sure that there are enough votes. Yeah, absolutely. There, and, uh, and so, the last I heard, Paul, the uh, the city of Tempe requested a special group to do a study, and they can't. That study came back like a month ago um, with some several items that needed to be addressed by the Coyotes, and I have not heard of any of those being addressed um, publicly or privately. Uh, from the sources that I have, and you know I have a couple that uh, that dig into it. So, um, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. And the only thing that the story that came out today confirms is that, um, as the coach told us, this is going to the, everybody is going to know that this is an ASU building all the time. 
So. Yeah, which is which is fantastic. That part of it is fantastic for Arizona State, but it really is not a good look for an NHL team. No, and and let's face it. Uh, every time we, I see something, I look at that and, and, and say, how in the heck is the Players Association going to allow this to happen? Between the NHL standards for facilities. And you're now going to tell me that the Players Association is going to be okay with basically losing an entire team's worth of revenue when it comes to the salary cap? How is, there's no way. Yeah. yeah, I I hear you. I, I mean, there's just so many variables. I mean, you're talking about just one thing. I happen to know of a few other things that are of concern. But anyway, I didn't want to get off on that tangent. I did want to read the message from the texters, and I want to let people right. know that if you would like to text us while we are live, you certainly can at 303-943-3772. Um, couple things I want to cover, and then I want to sit in basically the second half of the show, Paul, if it's okay with you. Uh, talking about junior hockey, the Robertson Cup, and our uh, New Mexico Ice Wolves in the semifinals, and also uh, some things happening with USA Hockey. Some some people in our coverage area that are getting a chance to uh, show their wares, if you will, for USA well, Hockey. So before we jump into that, though, um, announcement made uh, today that a new team that's not even going to play until 22-23 or 23-24 season has got a home. Yeah, um, they do. Um, Augustana, the uh, Vikings. The Vikings <laughs> are, uh, you know, have a uh, have were accepted into the CCHA, which gives them now nine teams. You know, an odd number. It's fine. Other people don't like it, but <laughs> that's a whole other story too. Um, but, but here's and if you listen to the show last night, Nick Maxson and I got on uh, and a little uh, visit into that too. And and I asked, I think maybe you were, you were even on by them, but I said, um, how much does money and stability? play a role in that. And the reason I say that, Paul, is I know Arizona State's being very, very selective uh, as to far as to where they go. Um, when I was visiting with uh, our our client today, he said, um, you know, I think Arizona State needs to go to a conference that's well recognized because maybe the people in Arizona aren't going to recognize some of these other, well, their powerhouses, small and relatively unknown names. So that was his opinion. Um, but I will tell you that uh, clearly St. Thomas and clearly Augustana have uh, plenty of money to be stable. And right. that's why I think they didn't have to go looking for a conference. I think conferences came looking for them. And I think it's a coup to uh, the CCHA for being able to lock them both up quickly. Well, here's what I'll say to that. Okay. You want to talk about stability, okay? And and I say this 
and I always feel like I have to uh, preface this, these kinds of conversations by saying ASU is not in the same deal as the other schools that are not in leagues. Okay. Um, ASU is, as we know, uh, the biggest school in the country. Population-wise. Yeah, in, in terms student of student. Right. Um, even if you want to separate it with actual brick-and-mortar students and online students, it's still one of the biggest schools in the country. It's like 60,000 students actually are on the campuses. So um, they're in a, a far different situation than any of the other schools that don't have a conference home right now. Can we, we have to acknowledge that. Otherwise, we're not being yeah, fair. That, and, that, and that's extremely fair. That's extremely fair. What I will say, uh, in addition um, to the money and the stability of those two schools I mentioned previously, geographic location for their conference is a big, big factor. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, you know, the, that league came together because of geography. And I don't mean theirs. I don't mean their geography. That league came about because of other people's geography. And they couldn't force those teams out, so they all left. Okay, that's one. Two, you want to talk about finances, you want to talk about stability. You know how these other schools will get stability? Getting them in a league. Yeah, Getting they got to be in a conference. They and, have to and, have and, a conference affiliation. You know, enough with the... Um, we understand that, that's, that this is part of business. But if you want a bigger business... You have to be willing to make some investments. And I don't understand why. I understand why Atlantic Hockey doesn't want to be the place for all the quote-unquote little sisters of the poor. Well, guys, there's enough schools in this situation where you can create an extra auto bid. Yeah. So yeah, I, exactly. I don't understand where that's a problem. Um. Well, the problem with that is somebody has to take the bull by the horns and yeah, yeah, and separate yeah, I, I separate the anyway, conference into two two halves at the very least. Right. So getting back to the thing about Augustana, I thought it was one of the things I thought that was very interesting about the announcement today was the setup of the schedule. I don't know if you had a chance to look. No, at I, I have not seen that. So you're going to have to enlighten me. Okay. So basically, while they are in as a full member immediately okay when they start playing 
their schedule will be a quote-unquote transitional schedule in the conference. The first two years, 23-24 and 24-25, they will play one series against each team in the league. As opposed to playing each team twice. So my question to you is, why? Do you want me to speculate? I can do that. I'm good at that. I thought maybe they maybe they said why that would be considered transitional and why that would be um, something that they would want to do. Um, first of all, uh, part of it has to be giving the school and the program a chance to get on its feet. Or skates in this case, in their yeah. new building in this case. Um, you know, to use uh, a different logic, uh, you know, I'm sure that some of this has to do with the pairwise too. So, so let me ask you this. Because you have St. Thomas, who just finished their first year. We know where they were in the pairwise, and it's not knocking them. Where else would you expect them to be? But, right. but and if let me ask scheduled... you this. If they're a full member of the conference immediately, right. but they're only playing a transitional schedule, are they going to get to play in the conference tournament? Will they have enough games played if they're only going to play each team once, one series? Will there be enough uh, possible wins and points? Or are they going to automatically not be able to play in the conference tournament? Or are they going to come in dead last because they can't accumulate enough points to be higher? Well, see, that is a very interesting question. And I don't believe that that question was asked. My guess is that they will not be eligible for the conference tournament the first two years because of not playing enough games in the conference. Yeah, which to me, to me, if I were Garrett Rayboy, the new head coach of the Vikings in Augustana, I would be um, kind of raising my hand and going like, hey, hold on here. I'm planning on building a program to compete. Um, I'd like to know why I can't compete for two years if I'm a full member of the conference. Well, I, I, I totally understand that question. And we don't know if that question was asked or not. And maybe it was. Um, I will just quote the, the chair of the management council at the CCHA and the athletic director at Northern Michigan. Uh, we were impressed with the high quality academic programs and exceptional athletic facilities and excellent community support. Augustana is building a sustainable program that will add value to the CCHA and position the conference for future success. Okay. That's cool. Um, let me translate that for you. You have a ton of money and we are thrilled to have you. Yes. And we want to make sure you don't go anywhere else. Exactly. If you're going to spend money, spend it within the CCHA, not the NCHC, not the, uh, well, it wouldn't be the big 10, but not no. anywhere else either. Uh, please, please share it with the CCHA. Um, and let's, let's throw some gasoline on this fire. 
Ooh, chaos. I love it. What if, and we can, we'll use one of our teams as an example here. Okay. Um, what if, whatever the process is that they went through with Augustana, and I don't know this is happening, so you can't, so I, you know, I don't know. What if they're going through that process now, say, with Lindenwood? I'll throw more had, fuel on the fire. What if they're and, going and they through had, that wait, process hold on, hold on, hold with on. Arizona State? I mean, like I said, we are speculating, and you could throw it out there. <laughs> well, it, it, when you talk speculation, I think there's a lot more money and stability at Arizona State currently than at Lindenwood. Uh, sorry, Coach, not not to be offensive to you. Well, because listen, I have I, no idea. I, first of all, but I just think the stability so far. If you're looking for stability and money, um, you don't have the geographics, obviously. But who from the CCHA is going to go? Um, hold on, everybody. When you put that schedule together, um, if I'm at Minnesota State, I don't want to go to Tempe in January. Please, well, please. Listen, I, 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 I totally get that, but I don't want what I didn't. I, I mean, I could have said ASU. <laughs> I know you I don't, could have. I don't want. Um, but A, I stuck to, ge- to geography, and B, I don't want anybody accusing me of waving some pom poms. <laughs> Oh, please, please. Everybody okay. that listens to this show knows the color of your pom-poms, my friend. That well, is not going to be hidden. <laughs> whatever. I'm just, I, the, you know, so there's a reason why I, I said Lindenwood. By the way, did you still have those maroon and gold glasses that you put on occasionally? Um, I do. Okay, just checking. <laughs> just checking. Uh, I did I mention it's 102 and sunny in Vegas today? Because you could probably use those here. I probably could. Uh, I'd like to get some, say, scarlet and gray. Pom poms working for you <laughs> in a year yeah, or right two. Down but right down the street. Yeah, but um, let's just, for argument's sake, say that they started this process with the Lindenwood Lions. Okay, um, we know that, say, for example, in the NCHC. Who has a new commissioner, by the way? Want to make sure we, we get that in there, too. Heather Weems from St. Cloud. We had a long discussion last night about that since Nick has uh, interviewed her multiple times. Once or times. twice, yeah. Um, okay, so say they're going through this process with Lindenwood, and we know from the NCHC they tend to make the conference schedules a couple of years in advance. So what happens if all of a sudden, and we know the these conferences' obsessions with even numbers, even though half of them don't have it, most of them don't have even numbers. ECAC doesn't have even numbers. Hockey East doesn't have even numbers. Atlantic Hockey does and doesn't have even numbers. So... <laughs> Doesn't doesn't I love it? Um. So you know what happens in the next six months if they have if they admit Lindenwood? We're gonna have to redo everything anyway. So maybe they set it up this way. 
to have it ready if they don't have a a 10th team that they take into the league. And once again, with computers, we know that it's not that hard to make a schedule. Well, it's it's not that. It's the fact that with even numbers, everybody plays everybody uh, an equal amount of times. You don't have somebody that has a bye. You don't have somebody that has plays somebody one series, not two. I mean, that's that's why the even number thing is is an issue for some people. Anyway, um, and by the way, we know. Let's and and if and and, and let's say we went with your example. Um, and we know that things can be moved around because it's it's that far out. But, you know, Coach Powers has told us, so I imagine most schools have their their stuff set up for the next couple of years, both league and non-league, even if there has to be adjustments made. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I, I This is my speculation, and, and people can text me or do whatever they want to do about it, but my speculation is that ASU will wait out another two years and see if they do grab anybody else uh, on the West. And when I say that, uh, hopefully tomorrow I have uh, Phil Bateman on from San Diego State. Um, I've reached out to him. Hopefully he'll be on tomorrow's show. Um, but I've already talked to Riley Orr. I know what their plans are. I have a really good idea of where UNLV is in this process. And, um, it, you know, maybe maybe Coach Powers is thinking the same that, that I'm thinking. Uh, anything west of the Rockies is, uh, is great if you can form a conference because that really helps travel. And, and one other thing I want to say on this conference thing for, for like uh, Fairbanks and Anchorage and for those teams Instead of everybody always bringing up how much it costs, how about we start looking at what we can do to raise revenues so that would reduce the cost? Well, why can't we do that? Why can't we talk about ways of supporting, uh, whether it be a conference tournament or a conference-affiliated um, streaming service or something like that, which helps these schools out um, in gaining revenue instead of... To have that? Uh, well, I mean, no, that not with a conference. I mean, look at what the NCHC does, and, and look at uh, the shared revenue goes across the board for them. Right, but does the but the other leagues have that too? The CCHA has one with Flo. right, right. Uh, I'm just the saying the CAC and Hockey saying, East are now at ESPN. I know. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the independent schools. If we want to keep them stable, instead of saying like, "Oh, Alaska's too far to travel; it's too expensive," how about we come up with a way to start raising some more revenue? For the teams, A, put them in a conference. B, have a good streaming service that will help them sell advertisers and raise more dollars for the conference, which could be spread around. And uh, and start to eliminate the talk of cost and start to focus on the cost of raising revenues. Because uh, guess what? In the world today, um, get salaries go up. They don't go down. And yeah. if they do go down, there's a lot of trouble. So that's what things have to be looked at. You can't go back to 1978 and go like, oh, my goodness, remember the travel to Alaska? That was awful. Uh, things have changed. But let's start focusing on revenue and not cost because the costs are going to be there. We know that. But if you focus on costs, you're going to cost cut. And when you cost cut, you start eliminating. You start eliminating, you have no teams left. 
You uh, need I, I to find it. a way to raise revenues. I, I I totally understand, and I'm totally with you on it. And like I said, get you know, I understand conferences and teams and schools are going to look out for themselves first. But you can do that and still try to take care of everybody else too. Yeah, you can if if you're willing to take in uh, if schools are willing to get together. And again, we've had this conversation a thousand times, both on and off the the uh, podcast. And that is, you you got to quit talking and start doing. We we need action. We don't need people to go. Hey, we should take care of everybody. Yeah, guess what? You've been saying that for forty years. How about somebody step up and do something to uh, initiate some action? Uh, get a group together that could help bring these these teams together. Um, do what it takes. Uh, you know, hats off to Coach Powers because you and I both know Paul that he's been a big influence in hockey, college hockey especially, in, in west of the Rockies. He's had uh, an influence with all the ACHA teams. He's talked to them all. Um, he's given them roadmaps as to what they need to do to to be successful at the next level. And now I think, Paul, it's a two-year window, and I think that two-year window is first and foremost based on what the revenues are for the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils uh, in their first two years. And that will be looked at. Coach Powers told us right here last week, he said they are going to be a revenue sport and the university will not be paying for a hockey program. They will fund themselves. And as a matter of fact, they may even have access to fund other athletics at the university. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. And hopefully that's what happens. So, um, okay. Do we let's, want to, let's take, let's take a quick break and okay. then let's come back and let's dig into, uh, the Robertson cup, which includes our uh, New Mexico ice wolves. Love it. Absolutely love it. And some Man, of those well, players, by the way, on that. Uh, some of those, uh, some of those guys are moving on. We, I know of one personally that I visited with that's going to, uh, Alaska. So anyway, we'll get back to that in a minute, and then we'll talk a little bit about the USA Hockey developments as well, and um, we'll take it from there. So we'll be right back in about two minutes. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference, ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. 
Who's old now? any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more thirsty after getting off the ice our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat comfortable and durable show up to the rink in style an authorized retailer of summer skates you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No, stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Question, comment, let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is College Hockey West Live. Welcome back in. Indeed it is the uh, College Hockey West Live Tuesday night staple. The Summer Skate Studio, at least for me tonight, is 16 floors up at the beautiful Rio Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Our thanks to our friends at Caesars uh, Entertainment uh, for the accommodations. And my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, enjoying life on the palatial estate that is Long Island, New York. Uh, yeah, palatial. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> Why not? Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, Why not? And coming coming out of the break, uh, coming into the break, I should say, I uh, I talked about some things going on. So quickly, and I'm going to need to go real quickly, but um, let's jump into the 2022 Robertson Cup National Championship semifinals. The New Jersey Titans versus the New Mexico Ice Wolves and the greatest logo in all of hockey, bar none. Uh, no, it's pretty damn good. It's pretty darn good. Um and uh, I like it a lot. Hopefully, I get a chance one day to run through there and, and pick up some swag. Yeah. Uh, I already sent you some swag, but you need more? Yeah, I need more. Okay. You know, I, 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 I'm not complaining about what I have. I would just like uh, to get more. Yeah, I hear you. expecting them to, to, to be like, oh, here, just take this, take that, take this, take that. No, I'm not looking for that. Um. But I would like to 
go there and get some stuff and and uh it's been a long long it's been a long time since i spent that week in albuquerque in the early <laughs> 90s so uh, i hear you one night one week in albuquerque it could be a movie anyway it could be, um, but i liked it <laughs> anyway uh the games uh if you don't know will be played in the fogarty ice arena in blaine minnesota as part of the uh, schwann super rink complex up there um, Friday night is game one between the Titans and the Ice Wolves. Uh, Saturday is game two. And then if necessary, game three would be Sunday. The, uh, the championship bout, um, one game will be Tuesday, May 24th, uh, to determine the Robertson cup national championship game. Why do we talk about that? Because if you look at the rosters of a lot of NHL teams, there are a ton of those players that are college commits. Now it used to be. USHL, and then a spattering of NAHL. Not anymore, folks. I mean, not anymore. There are a lot of talented NAHL players that are getting college scholarships. College scholarships. Yeah, I mean, uh, we know that. And and especially, uh, you know, it's not a secret that uh, they look for a a lot of goalies in this league. But uh, right now, I have the Titans roster up, and you know not every player is committed yet because obviously there are players that are younger than others, and we try to stay away from the first-year players. But um, you know, of the guys that are not first-year players, uh, just really quickly, everyone that's not a first-year player is committed somewhere. Uh, so far, I've seen Army, Maine, Mercyhurst. All right. Um, you know, in, in terms of of those, you know, in, in terms of their roster, uh, you know, I don't expect everybody to be commit. You know, to because obviously, you know, that's not going to be everybody. Because even if you go to the USHL, there's right? just not enough lockers. You know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That too. Um, you know. So. Uh, you know, that's that's what. You want to see because this is where, you know, you're going to, you know, you're building that supply from, right? When we talk about the various teams that are coming in to NCAA hockey, you know, you're going to get more and more NHL players into NCAA hockey. And, you know, uh, we know that Lindenwood probably has a few spots left to fill. Um, I haven't seen anybody go to a Stonehill roster yet. You know, we're just going to call that uh, the mystery team because we have heard <laughs> literally exactly. nothing. Literally. <laughs> they they are a well-kept secret. There is no doubt about that. Okay. Um so uh, if you look so once again if you look at this roster and you look at these rosters in the NHL in the NAHL uh, the 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 um the final four frozen four ish I would I don't uh, semifinals I don't know what what they call it um for the Robertson Cup it's the just Robertson a national Cup, championship yeah, yeah it's a national championship semifinals 
yeah, I can't, uh, yeah, like I said, I, but like I said, if you look at these, at these, at these schools and these players, you know, once again, there's, there are all kinds of college commits and, um, you know, and honestly, you know me, I like to look at, at where the players are coming from, even if they're not going to play or at least have not yet committed to uh, a school or if they even get to that to that point like you look at the ice wolves they have a, uh, the, one of their goalies is from hungary i love that i don't know how the heck yeah. you find those guys what a great but... kid too what a great kid because most of them come over here uh either to prep school or something uh and and are geared to play in the nahl because it's an easier league to get into especially um, if you're a foreign if you're a foreign player you know, like you look, you look at the Titans roster, and I'm not even going to get into the fact that since there, you know, there are many more uh, kids that are quote local to me uh, on that team. Uh, how they ended up with a kid from Arizona, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. nice. But that's awesome. I mean, once again, that's not that you know me. It's not a matter of the fact that they're from that they're from Arizona, but how do they ended up uh, in New Jersey on the NHL team? I have no idea how that works. I'm sure that somebody will tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, they found a place to play. Right. Um, uh, let me, let some... me shake my, my orange or red and yellow, whatever the colors are for those, uh, those guys at the ice bowls for Alex Gomez, who's going to, uh, Coach Shazby's team at Alaska Anchorage. And, uh, man, that, you know, I had a chance to visit with him. I had a chance to visit him a couple times, and he stood out to me not only for his physical size but his great hands. And uh, the personality on this kid is uh, built to succeed. So we wish Alex nothing but the best, and uh, we'll have a chance to visit with him, I'm sure, during the upcoming NCAA season as uh, Anchorage makes their rounds around the uh, lower 48. How about that? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to do that. Um, you know, no surprise that the the St. Cloud team um, is you know, is mostly guys from that area. I mean, you don't have to go far, right, to to find anybody. If a great uh, hockey player in Minnesota, no. Yeah, you know, um, just reach your arm out about arm length, and you'll you'll run into one of them. Uh, maybe who knows? Uh, who knows? No, I know. Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You okay. can put your arm out, and a really good hockey player in Minnesota will skate into it. Okay. All right. I, if you say so. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> but you know, uh, once again, here you got. Uh, and I'll take a look at the Anchorage roster. I, I you know, I, I like seeing. You know, they have a player. One of their first-year players is from Boise. I get a lot of players there. Um, kid from California on the roster. You know, it's it's still kind of odd to see those. Whether you know whether we uh, are are used to it or not, it's still kind of seeing California on a junior or a college roster still catches your eye even though it shouldn't yeah yeah absolutely um okay so let, let's jump into uh 
the Rocky Mountain District of USA Hockey, which would be right smack in the middle of our coverage area for the most part. And uh, shout out to uh, Tanner Wilson for putting all this together, man. Uh, his website is great. I know he's working on it tonight. I tried to bring him on, and he said, geez, I'm just too busy. Um, I said, okay, well, it, you've given me way too much information for us to just let it go by the wayside. So um, if you have that in front of you as well, Paul, I'm looking at the 2022 Rocky Mountain District selections to the national camp. These would be the 2005-2006 birth years. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of kids here being picked, but Rocky Mountain is just what it is. It's Rocky Mountain. So basically Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, um, that, that's basically the Rocky Mountain section. And uh, there are some talented hockey players that have come out of not only this district, but these states. And when you go down that list, there's a ton of them. But you see a lot of Colorados, a lot of Texas, a lot of Arizona. I see one Arizona state, I think, this kid has at least verbally committed to Arizona State and Ryan DeAngelis, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, if they get another Ryan, that'll be four, maybe five. Are you on mute? <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. Um, maybe they're trying to corner the market on Ryan's like uh, <laughs> Denver cornered the market on Carter's. Right. <laughs> Could be. I'm already working on nicknames for all three of them. Triple of R's. Um, we'll, I'll come up with something for all the Ryans. You, I hope not. <laughs> you want me to go to Bobby the Blur? I'd rather you just Magna not millions. Magna Millions. Uh, By the way, Jason Magna the, of the Eagles told me he liked that. He hoped it caught on. He said, I hope you get that to catch on. I like it. Yeah, well... Let's just say that, that good for him. Uh, I, I'm, I'll, I'll just say no, but that's <laughs> Paul's just going to say no. Anyway, uh, when you go through that, if you have a chance to go to USA uh, Hockey and look at that, uh, the players that uh, have received an invite to the national camp, that's where it all starts. That If you're going to get on a junior team and eventually get on an Olympic team, this is where you get into the system where USA Hockey can find you. And I lied, this list does have 2005, 2006, and 2007 birth years. So if you do the math, you kind of know where they stand uh, as far as when they may or may not be college prospects. Um, yeah, I can't do the math. Math is hard. <laughs> well, let's see, 7 to 22. Math is very, very hard. <laughs> I'm trying to help, folks. I'm trying to help. Yeah, I'll just let, I'll just let you do it. That's easier for me. That's for Don. <laughs> anyway, 2007, 2006, 2005 birth years. Great job by Tanner Wilson uh, for putting it together uh, and and sending it on to us. Uh, never a day passes that I don't get something from Tanner. Um, and man, I don't know what he does besides compile numbers and names, but he does a fantastic job at it. In Texas, um, you, you need to be supporting this guy and his website because uh, he is promoting your state like no other. And, of course, he's in Dallas. So uh, that's uh, the hotbed for uh, for Texas. I, I just, well, and for now, because, you know, maybe there'll be another spot in Texas in the near future that becomes a hot spot. 
Yeah, we can all uh, cross our fingers and hope. Um, but anyway, well, I don't. Um, but in, in all seriousness, I, I don't know how he does it because keeping up with the guys that are actually college age and are in college is hard enough. Uh, when you throw in all the pandemic stuff, <laughs> yeah, and 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 the portal and everything, I just no, I can't. All, all I can tell tell you is Tanner, you're the man, man. Because um, between you and um, and some other folks that are doing far beyond Yeoman's work, keeping people up to date on some of these younger players that are not in colleges yet, or or just now getting to juniors. I don't know how you do it, but bless you because you make it so much easier for everybody else. Yeah, totally agree with you. Uh, well done, Tanner. Thanks again for uh, for the submissions. Um, I will get you on here. I promise some point we're going to get you to talk on here too because you deserve credit. And uh, if you've researched this, you probably know way more than what Paul and I can uh, translate uh, off of the fantastic stats and names and numbers that you give us. Um, also, it, it, you mentioned that, Paul, keeping track of college players. Now now add to my confusion as uh, I see college players that are now in the AHL, and I'm trying to go like, hey, didn't I just see you back here just a short while ago? <laughs> I, I, have, that, I have that going on in my head a lot. Uh, the series that just ended between Colorado and Ontario featured uh, David Rennick, the goaltender at St. Cloud State, Taylor Ward, the forward from uh, Nebraska, Omaha, uh, <laughs> and, of course, uh, the Minnesota State product playing for the Eagles in, in Wyatt. Um, I'm going to draw a blank on Wyatt's name. <laughs> Am not or something like that? Oh, Wyatt Amit. Amit, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, but sorry, Wyatt. Don't, don't punch me next time you see me. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it, and, and I want to finish it up, Paul, because we know how hard all of these players work to get to their ex, uh, respective levels, but um, I knew this. It's been a while since I've actually seen it with the pandemic and everything, but boy, oh boy, you want to know what tough is and you want to know what hockey tough is? Go around a locker room after a series that was just completed with Colorado and uh, Ontario and look at the number of ice bags <laughs> that were applied to various parts of people. And I'm just going to throw out one. Uh, former Minnesota product, Sample Ranta, took two blasts uh, when he went down to block shots. And and he was walking around with ice bags on and showing people. And uh, somebody said to him, Sample, did that one catch you on the meat of your knee or the bone? And he goes, no, it was bone. And it, it looked like... It had a bruise the size of a softball uh, on the side of his knee, and he's he's getting ready to go. So when people say that uh, these guys don't put it together, of course, Jason Megna took a puck to the face and uh, had severe facial lacerations. You could see um, that he hadn't eaten a whole lot of calories probably lately because he couldn't wow. chew. But, um, man, it's it just a totally new appreciation. And uh, for them to get a week off, much deserved, much needed just to heal the body. Listen, we, we, we say it all the time, 
right? Cliche, some cliches are cliches for a reason. But when we say, eh, he's a hockey player, we're, we're saying it half-jokingly, but we're really not. Because these guys, maybe offensive and defensive linemen, take the physical punishment that hockey players do. And that'd be about it. Well, here's the thing with that, though, and now that you brought that up, uh, an offensive and defensive lineman football player, at least they know that they're going into battle uh, you know, against the person across from them. Some of these hockey players don't see things coming. I mean, they'll, they'll, a shot will get deflected, and they won't be expecting well, yeah. it. You know, and th- that's in Jason's case. He was in front of the net to try to, to try to deflect a goal, and it deflected off a stick, went high, and hit him in the face. I mean, that... <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I am telling you. Um, but oh, like I said, I've never seen so many ice bags in various places. And you see guys and you go, man, he finished the game. I didn't even know he was hurt. And he's got uh, ice bags on shoulders, elbows, calves, uh, you name it. So. And this is the AHL. It's not even the NHL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and, not, and it's not disrespectful to say that about the AHL players. But once again, you get to the NHL. Right, those guys are faster, so the collisions are harder. Um, if you're there for any length of time, right? I mean, that's the first thing that comes up is the speed of the game is different. You know, um, and so you know, and by the time these guys are done with the playoffs, time you get 16 wins to get that cup. Um, on top of everything else, that's why as much as I was aggravated, have been aggravated the last few years, um, to do what the Tampa Bay Lightning have done and winning back-to-back. They won again tonight, Paul, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, and on their way to maybe a third, I mean, jeez. I mean, and the game is, you know, you know while it's faster now, it's 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 obviously much different than if you watch the eighties. You know, when, when I watch the Islanders win four straight. Um so it's just the 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 physical toll is just insane. And like I said, that's why we use the phrase, eh, he's a hockey player. Yep, exactly. You are hundred percent correct. Um I think it's time to say goodnight because I got to rest up to tomorrow because Stephen Marsh and I are going over to Jesse Ray's barbecue. Sure, rub it in. <laughs> we'll send you pictures. Oh, that's nice. I don't know if I can eat those. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll say goodnight. Uh, Paul will give us the read, and then we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro, and tell everybody to tune in tomorrow. My hope is we get the San Diego State coach, Phil Bateman, to join us. Uh, I will continue to, to reach out towards Phil, and then uh, we'll watch some more hockey and be back with you on Sunday night. Take it away, my friend. From, from the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Live, brought to you by Burrito Express. Homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, See our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com.
Peterson Toyota. Whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. The aforementioned Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. The best in barbecue, Las Vegas style, available at all Allegiant Stadium events and at the restaurant, which I guess you'll be going to tomorrow at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal today at your nearest Jets location. Metro by T-Mobile. Get exclusive offers by becoming part of T-Mobile Tuesdays when you switch to Metro by T-Mobile. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University. Hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. And by M Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M Drive formula is for you. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will shout out again, Tanner Wilson, the uh, great job for providing us with the amateur stuff, um, working their way to call it not just amateur, USA Hockey and uh, junior stuff. How about that? Um, and we appreciate uh, Tanner's help. Also, I uh, want to throw out the fact that due to the Colorado Eagles going 5-0 and so far in the AHL playoffs, I've made a decision, Paul. And uh, if you would like to sign up for our um, – corporate partnership you have six days to do it as a 50 percent discount uh, for a corporate partnership for the entire year so if you have a business by all means get a hold of me direct message me on any one of the social medias or at ithswscott at gmail.com i will be happy to set you up with a corporate partnership for 50 percent off for six days and it's all in honor of the colorado eagles and the five and oh start to uh, to their game. As uh, everybody knows by now, I will be in Stockton Monday and Tuesday night to cover that. Does so everybody uh, know that? Uh, I don't know. They do now. Okay. <laughs> and, and our thanks to Southwest Airlines, who, by the way, did not charge me a penny for change, changing my flight, which was very, very nice. Again, our shout-out to uh, Caesars Entertainment and the folks here at the Rio for setting me up on the 16th floor in a beautiful room. Um, we love you guys, and... Uh, you know what? I'll be back at a Drury Inn in a couple of weeks or a couple of days and spend a couple of days in Phoenix again. I'll probably go by the pool because it may be 100 plus. So I might have to spend a little time there. Yeah. Um, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. <laughs>